baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where local businesses and services tell their stories. I'm Randy Bushover. If you have one to share, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. Joined now by Don Vidler, owner of, well, Vidler's Five and Dime. And uh, for those who don't know, red and white awnings on this place, right? Yes. That's uh, is of... there a story behind the color of the awnings? Well, not to go into the complete history of Five and Tens, but yeah, Woolworths, which is the grandfather of all the Five and Tens, going back well over 100 years ago. Uh, they were the first ones. They put red and white fabric out, and it kind of took off from there, and the other five and tens followed suit, as did my grandfather. And in East Aurora, right on the uh, main drag, so yes, to speak? Yes, yep, right on Main Street, Upper Main Street, the old historic business district, and we've been there since 1930. And no other business had a red and white awning, so you'll be easy to find. Not yet. We look for those. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, the whole idea of a five and dime, this goes... Way back. Mm -hmm. uh, the original, I, I guess, department stores, right, for lack of a better word. And pretty much you could find uh, anything you needed there? Yes. Well, originally, I mean, and again, to go back to the Woolworth days, back in the 1870s, 1880s, basically there were, there were very high-end department stores. And there were general stores that sold everything from, you know, farm goods and food. But the one big difference was at that time, it was pretty much a bartering session between the customer and the proprietor. Nothing, things were behind glass or on counters. Um, they weren't set prices. Woolworth came up with the idea, let's put everything out on a table that had a red and white tablecloth on it, set prices at $0.05 cents and $0.10, cents and let people pick up and choose their items. And that went from there and became a huge hit. For those who haven't had the opportunity yet to uh, go to the store, uh, laid out like a like you think a store would be with uh, classically aisles? Classic aisles, but a lot of quirks. Um, <laughs> over the years, I mean, the family, we've acquired neighboring buildings as the owners either sold or retired. Um, so there's a lot of little nooks and crannies. We just no grand architectural design. We just punched a hole in the wall and went into the next building. There are aisles, yes, but there's a lot of little corners and stuff, too. And hearkening back to the original days, I'm thinking, you know, things like, you know, vats of maybe some produce, dry goods, that sort of thing used to be there and uh, other necessary things because I'm thinking also uh, more like a farming setting. And are some of those things kind of still around? Not so much for us. I mean, we never had, say, hardware, like extensive hardware or food or vats. And we do have bins and things. Uh, I mean, it's the old original wooden counters, the old original wooden floors. So just a lot of little odds and ends. Um, but we've never got into the food side of it. So you'll, you'll find notions and sundries, and no one says a word anymore but yard goods, fabric, uh, so things like that. Uh, and you mentioned extending into uh, neighboring buildings. Mm -hmm. uh, is there, uh, say, a theme to any of these extra add-ons or just an additional place to put stuff that you have for sale? More like the latter, additional place <laughs> to put stuff. Um, yes, we, we do say some of the rooms, we have departments, so to speak. Like our main, what people consider the original Five and Den, the original Viddlers, that's the toys, games, the old-fashioned candy counter. The next room over is garden. The next room over is candles. There's gift shop. There's a housewares area. There's crafts and fabric. So they do have somewhat of a theme, but because it makes sense to us and nobody else, we have things and places you wouldn't expect. So... Take me through again from the perspective of someone who hasn't been there, which I have not, sadly. Uh, when I open the door, what am I going to see first? 
if well, we have six different doors well, and the, two levels. The, the, come, the whatever yeah. you consider if the you, main entrance. I would say if you came in our main entrance, the original store, you're going to come in by the old-fashioned candy counter. So a lot of glass jars filled with bulk candy. If you want to get one piece or ten pounds, whatever you'd like, um, you'll see the wooden floors. You'll see the open counters. Um, that's really kind of the nostalgic, historic. That's what people enjoy seeing. And we have, we're not an antique store. I mean, we sell new merchandise, but we have a lot of things that a lot of places don't carry. Um, and you walk up and down those aisles, uh, you know, you'll hear little kids laughing. You'll hear adults screaming in delight because they see something like a Davy Crockett coonskin calf they haven't seen in 30 years, something like that. Um, so as you, it really, it's kind of a wandering type of place. You can go up and down the aisles and find a lot of different things. But I think the first thing, if you've never been there before, you'll be amazed by the size. People come in and they hear 5 and 10, and if they even know what a 5 and 10 refers to, they think there's going to be trinkets and candy in one or two aisles, and it's a big store. We've got about 16,000 square feet of selling space, retail space. Do you find that you have people who... Uh, come in to supposedly shop, but really they're they're just kind of looking and taking everything in, or are people actually coming in with the intent to purchase an item or two? Uh, it kind of depends. I mean, certainly the locals, people live in town, yeah, they're running in and out. They just want a pair of shoelaces or candy or a birthday card or something. Other people, yeah, they might become. We get a lot of bus tours. Uh, they're coming for the first time and they just they're kind of soaking up the atmosphere. And then yeah, they'll buy some things. Hopefully, they'll buy some things. That's what we want them to do. Right. And uh, I, I'm also guessing that uh, things don't cost either five or 10 cents uh, just uh, there at the store. Just because of guys like you, Randy, we keep a list of things that are still five and 10 cents. There are, but there aren't a lot. No. Um, yeah, we've, we've stuck with the name because that's what technically we're incorporated in New York State is Viddler's Five and Ten and One Dollar and Up Inc. So we've always maintained the Five and Ten name. But um, to people today, if they've never heard of it, I just say it's a variety store, general store. And we do have a few things that are inexpensive. Um, we like to think that we're relatively fair price, but we're we're not a discounter. We're not a, a dollar store. Yeah, we don't have a set price for everything. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. We're speaking with Don Vidler, who is owner of Vidler's 5 and 10 in East Aurora and uh, well established. Uh, remind me again, how many years now? Since 1930, uh, when my granddad first opened in June of 1930. So we're talking three generations now? Is that yes. how the math yep. works? Yes. Okay. Uh, granddad, and then for many years, my dad and my uncle Bob, Bob and Ed, they were well known in Western New York as the, uh, the brothers of Bob and Ed. Um, and then my cousin, my sister just recently retired, but she was there for many years. And my cousin's there now with myself, so we're the third generation. And again, I'm going back on my, my thoughts on the, the original concept of the 5 and 10. It was kind of like also a meeting place for people in the town, or in this case, the village. And I'm guessing that really hasn't changed, uh, that aspect of it. And you're kind of the unofficial mayor, if you will, of, of the village, right, in that <laughs> respect. It's more like Floyd the Barber and Andy and Mayberry unofficially. Yeah, it is It is kind of rumor central at Viddler's. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy the biggest thing. I see classmates from high school and grade school and old buddies that come by um, and the women and the guys that work for us. They see a lot of their friends. So it's definitely, yeah, there's a, people come in and ask about, did you hear about this? Did you know about that? So, uh, And you see, I, that's the fun part to me is interacting with the customers and the friends and family and everybody. And certainly uh, established as you are in the community, uh, very involved in community efforts. I know the Carol Kate is uh, every Christmas time is one of the biggest things that you guys are behind. Yes, yeah, and, and like any small business in town, I mean, we're you know we promote and sponsor a lot of things. Um, I give my dad full credit. The Chris, the Carol Kate kind of started off in Vidler's, just one or two brownie troops singing in front of the store, and uh, 
he thought that was great. And from there, I got together with some other business leaders and said, let's make it bigger. And it's morphed into now, I think last year, we think we had over 3,000 people on Main Street singing Christmas carols. So it's very much courier knives, It's uh, but it's a lot of fun and people enjoy it. And that's become a real tradition in town. How's your singing voice? Not too good. <laughs> but if, there, if there's 3,000 people there, I can blend in. Ah, so. yeah, there you go. Right. I have one of those voices, too. I blend in very well. Uh, what else is it about being in that business, being in that village, in that setting that, that makes Vidlers what it is? Well, I, I think we're very fortunate that East Drawer, the community, supported us for years. Um, we have three and four generations of families that come in every summer to have scavenger hunts or family reunions. Um, we're fortunate that Main Street and East Drawer, we have a very vibrant business community, um, mostly really all locally owned businesses. Um, Years ago, my sister, in the 90s, she was part of a group that basically kept Walmart out of coming to East Aurora. At the time, it was a big deal. Um, I think East Aurora was one of the few communities that successfully kept Walmart from coming in. And uh, I think people like that atmosphere, uh, locally owned shops. You know, the, you know the shop owners, as we said before, were sponsoring the Little League teams and the school plays and things like that. So we're very involved with the community. Yeah, I think that's another interesting aspect of, of the village of East Aurora is that they have kept away from some of the big-name, big-box mm-hmm. retailers, even yep. some of the big-name restaurants, and kept the local presence. So yes. that, that of course, certainly helping you to a large degree keep uh, keep in business. Yes, absolutely. And now it's kind of coming full circle. I know there's talk now about making uh, remaking the Eastern Hills Mall as sort of like a, a village center and kind of getting back to what we've always been. Um, so we're thankful for that. And, uh, yeah, we just want to keep that up. Mention the Carol Cade, of course, Christmas time. Any other special things that you guys have going on at Vidler's during the rest of the season? Oh, like, gosh. I know we've got the Halloween season coming up. Yeah, Halloween for us, it's, it's, it's you know, we sell, obviously, the merchandise. We encourage our employees to dress up in their Halloween costumes. Uh, some will do it more than once, but uh, we like that. We've got, when, uh, the, when the holidays hit, Christmas time, we'll have Santa Claus in the store every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and, and we've got a great Santa uh, who works with the kids. Um, We've got food tastings coming up in October, just some of our vendors, and we have sampling and and food tastings, things like that. And once in a while, we'll get a a prince or princess to come in for the kids on the weekend and sing or sign autographs, take pictures. So we like to do just little events like that um, right through most of the year, actually. When it comes to the merchandise in the store, Mm -hmm. uh, certainly you want to keep that old town feel, but you also want to keep up with the times. And how do you strike the balance between what comes in that you will sell that you can also, of course, profit off of? Um, we go to a couple trade shows a year between my, my sister, my cousin, and myself. Uh, there's a few, probably one, two, three, four big trade shows that we go to annually, and that's to see new merchandise there. We also have probably 20, 25 sales reps that still call on us. Um, and I think it's, it's kind of humorous. When I was a kid, the sales reps were mainly older guys who would come in with a big wheelie suitcase and show you their wares. Now it's mainly women with an iPad, and you just do everything on screen. But we still look online. Um, the one nice thing about being a small business, a small business owner, uh, my dad would like us, we can make an executive decision in about 10 seconds. I don't have to do a PowerPoint demonstration to justify buying something. We can go out and buy two dozen of it and see if it sells. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, we go back to the drawing board. Yeah, we talked about the size of uh, Vidler's Five and Dime there in the village of East Aurora. Room for expansion? Have you not entirely taken up a complete block yet? The the only building left on our block is the bank, so I don't know if we – I always <laughs> accuse my dad he'd tunnel into that someday and disappear. But uh, right now, no. I mean, we have no definite plans for expansion, but the, the store is big enough for me and my cousin to work worry about now and handle. And when you discuss the size, as you have, uh, what is the average time that someone might spend in there 
to be able to take everything in? Um, that's a great question because we get a lot of bus tours, and some are you know regional. So we get tours from as far away as uh, Illinois, Chicago. Um, I tell them allow an hour and a half if you really want to. If, if they're a shopper, they could certainly use a lot more time. But if you if you're coming there for the first time, hour hour and a half if you just want to walk around and, and see every department and look at everything. Um, if you're not a shopper, yeah, you can cruise through there in about half an hour <laughs> and bring more than ten cents. Please, yes. <laughs> but the popcorn is still ten cents a bag. Oh yeah, forgot. Yeah, because of course popcorn that is one of the major attractions down yes. there, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, different flavors too, right? Or is it just the regular? No, we just have regular. Uh, you're thinking across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, but the... sure. We can talk about them in another yeah. program. <laughs> yeah. So just, but just regular old and, and little salt, little butter. Little salt. I wouldn't say too much butter. A little bit. But um, yeah, it's been ten cents a bag forever. We, that's been a lost leader. We've probably been losing money in that machine for the last twenty five years. Ah, but, but the idea, of course, being a smart businessman, yeah. is it draws people oh, yeah, in yeah. who will potentially spend more money. Yes, so. we. I mean, believe me, a couple of years ago, that was a big news story. Our popcorn machine was on the fritz, and uh, we got over a hundred thousand comments on our Facebook page and people wondering, when are you going to get it fixed? A lot of them were very serious. Some were tongue-in-cheek, but said, no, you've got to get this fixed. And uh, thankfully, we did find somebody that could fix it locally, and we were back in business. Yeah, well, the, the best sign, right? The purest sign that, that people have an interest in your business is when they're upset about something like that. Oh, yeah. Or Sandy the horse, the mechanical horse. If Sandy's out of commission, we hear about that, too. And she's only a dime. So, uh, having established that there's really no place for you to expand to, uh, future plans for Vidler's? Uh, right now, I mean, my cousin and I, we figure we got a little ways to go yet. My dad and uncle were there about 120 years combined, and uh, Cliff and I have only been there about 75 years combined, so we've got some time. Um, but not in terms of expansion. Believe it or not, we did try online sales for quite some time, and it just never really took off for us. And I think, I tell people now, you, you've got, you can't experience Vidler's online. You've got to go there in person. Um, if someone's hunting for whatever the item is, sooner or later they're going to find it, whether it's Amazon or another online site. But, uh, you know, and if that's all they're interested in, that's what they can do. But uh, online sales for us, it was mainly people that had left East Shore and moved to Arizona or Florida and wanted a Viddler's T-shirt or something. So we were getting the expats, but we didn't have a huge uh, sales from that. Well, continued success for future generations at Viddler's. Thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate it, Randy. Hey, thank, thank you, you Don. Yeah. That's Don Vidler, owner, Vidler's Five and Dime, of course, in the village of East Aurora. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 